What up everybody, welcome back on board the bus for another episode of Think Like a Star. I'm losing my voice a little bit. I've been speaking the last five days in a bunch of different schools, so thanks for bearing with me. But I am so excited today because we're getting to hang out with one of my favorite people in the whole world, Darren Kevinoki. Now Darren is incredible. He's got a, his own law firm. He uh, has two TV shows on Discovery ID channel and he is just an amazing, amazing person and he actually just got done running from the West Coast to the East Coast. So we're going to get to learn all about his story and he's just a really smart dude that I look up to. So I'm excited for you guys to check him out today. We're back on the bus. It's a little bit hot today and we brought, we brought some sweat towels. You are, you are truly the real MVP for being here today. A true brother, a true friend, the man, the myth, the legend, Darren Kavanoki. How you doing? Uh, Jesse, it's great to be here, man. It's awesome to see you. And uh, I mean, legitimately, I'm so happy to be here and just get to hang with you. It's we've been had, way too long. We've had some times, haven't we? Yeah, we were just yeah. saying the last time we, oh no, we did yoga. We did yoga, actually. Oh, now I think about right. it. Hot, yeah, we Speaking did hot of yoga hot together. Yoga. Yeah, now Today. we're getting some hot now yoga yeah, revisited. It's all making sense. I'm already going for water. D downward dog, baby. Downward dog. <laughs> and then, uh, but we had a good bowl of chili. Just before that, the time we saw each other before that was in New York City. Times Square. Times Square, and uh, and so it's been too long between visits. And we gotta make, I, we gotta I, work on that. Yeah, and, but ironically, it was uh, right around the time that this idea for this cross country adventure yes. uh, was yes. hatched and got and got traction. Really, actually, it was hatched long ago. I mean, it starts. Oh, you've been in thinking about it for a while. Well, no, it started. I don't know the backstory. Break it down for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I was I was a kid who. Um, Listen, the, the reasons don't matter. Moved around a lot. I was a heavy, heavy kid. You know, way too much fat on my body uh, for my height. Yeah. <laughs> and always felt like I was on the outside looking in for okay. whatever reason. Okay. Just never felt like I got along with my with my fellows. Okay. Outcast, if you will. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And and it's funny looking back on it and going back to reunions and talking to people. No one else perceived me that way. Wow. I had my own in your head. In, exactly. Just hmm. my own skewed perception of myself. Yeah. Um, and it's and it's really tragic, I think, that we as human beings we form these self perceptions in childhood, and we often carry those those skewed views all the way through adulthood, making decisions on those as on those kinds of uh, on our childish thinking as grownups. Yeah. And like so, for your, me, your story, your self story that you're. Yeah. Yep, but yep. it no longer applies. Yes. So yes. for me, I was a heavy kid. And even now, when I'll go in to get my suits tailored, I'll yeah. say to the guy, yeah, he'll want to take it in in the waist. I'll say, no, leave me a little room for dessert, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is my own body dysmorphia, weird self-view. Yes. So yes. anyway, we all have that. I'm breaking out the sweat. Now. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. It's going to be, thanks Not for watching us sweat math. today. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, thanks for such a, no drugs here. It's just, uh, we're actually going to be healthy. Our skin's yeah. going to be glowing. Oh, it's all, it's attitude is everything. Attitude more, is everything. More flexible. So, so th that's where this thing really got birthed, is okay. as a heavy set kid at the age of 11, I was shuffling around the apartment complex that I lived in. Did you say shuffling because you were a heavy set kid? That's I was how a heavy you set okay. kid. That it, was, it was my version of jogging. Okay, okay. And this is when Nike had released their iconic waffle shoe. And, okay. And I remember uh, daydreaming about, oh my God, someday I'm going to go on this fantastic adventure. I'm going to run across the country and Nike's going to sponsor it. It was just fanciful daydreaming. I didn't know this. Okay. Oh, yeah. No, I don't remember this. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And amazing. then, you know, Life took me in some very different directions. Yes. And uh, through a series of crazy coincidences, a, a mutual friend of ours yes, yes. Uh, was working with a company doing a campaign where they wanted to do something for the new face of 50. Okay. And and here I was, I was just about to turn 50. <laughs> and Amazing. he said to them, well, I know this guy who's crazy and, and might be just perfect for your campaign because I was hosting yeah. Deadly Sins and yes. you know, part yes. of my backstory yes, involves yes, yes. Uh, re reimagining myself in several different careers and, and throughout my life. And so he brought me to them and they originally wanted to do a photo shoot um, pairing me with some other 50. Okay, olds. okay. And I said, hey, how about the new face of 50 runs across all 50 states? And oh, so they pitched that. Uh, well, I pitched it to them. Oh, you them. pitched them because I thought it was your idea. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. That's and what I thought. then they said, that sounds great. You're and then insane. it was like, oh no, now we really have to do this. Yeah, and yeah. And that's, that's how it all got launched. No, I'm, I remember when you told me, and you were trying to convince me to do it. To come along. And I was like, I, for about 
five seconds, I was like, that sounds amazing. And then I thought about what it really would entail. And I think you told me, I'm like, how long is it going to take? And yeah. didn't you say like four or five months every day, 10 or 12? So, well, yeah, what was it? It was so some ridiculous number. Like, well, I've for, never run that far in one day in my life. And yeah. I'm going to do that every day consecutively for day four in, months. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, um, it was an ambitious undertaking, okay. to be sure. Even the training for it was insane because we were working with some world-class trainers who, yeah, yeah. who knew about ultra-endurance athletes. And I need to say for, for the record here, I'm not a guy who's like some naturally gifted runner. I'm not a guy who's who's like some world-class athlete. But, but you are crazy in your training. And I know true. this because I've done some workouts with the, you and you've invited me to other workouts on the same day and I'm like, a, a second workout? Like, yeah. but no, I'm I'm right. good. I'm good. Well, but you, you have an insane work ethic. But my, so those my things are motto possible. is anything worth doing is worth overdoing. Yeah, and of so course. So that's yeah, been yeah. my touchstone for life. Yeah, so. yeah. I'm not uh, sure if that's good or not, but I like it. I like that you embrace it. <laughs> so, so embraced it for this trip, and that's that was the genesis for it, and mm -hmm. that's how we we got this thing going. The training was insane. We were logging um, it, towards the end of it. We were doing 30, 40, 50 mile training days. And the, the, uh, the plan was that we were going to run 50 miles a day, okay. three days on, one day off, three days on, one day off. And then to complicate matters even further. Time out, you said 50 miles a day? Yes. See, I, I thought it was 12 when I just said it right now. No. 50 miles 50. a day. Yeah, you can't, you can't make it there. Wait, I mean, you wait, could. How much is a marathon? A how much is a marathon? 26.2. So you're running basically it's two marathons two a day a day three days in a row and then you get one day off and then you get a day off i'm so glad i didn't go i'd be dead i would literally be dead well check this out so you make me so mad sometimes Darren. well hang on hang on so you're <laughs> gonna get in touch with my own mortality okay here. so so on the last day of my training i was doing a 50 mile training run and at about mile okay. 30 i felt something weird in my shin and on the last day of training right training, before you're about to go uh, 10 days before we were getting ready to go. Jeez. And don't mind me. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, don't mind or me. me either. Yeah, yeah, don't mind me. And, uh, I feel like I'm getting exercise just hearing you talk about this. I'm sweaty. <laughs> that must be it. So, uh, so had that weird twinge, called the doctor, and they're like, hey, just rest it, rest it, rest it. And like, well, you know what we're about to do, right? And he said, yeah, but you just have to rest it. Yeah. So we ended up launching and we had prearranged everything. We launched from the Dr. Phil show. Okay. And then went down to the Santa Monica you Pier. You took off from Dr. Phil? Yep. Okay. And then went down to the Santa Monica Pier so we could touch the ocean, okay. grab some seawater. So you went backwards or is yeah, he right at there? backwards to go forward. Oh, jeez. And then, uh, <laughs> but on the first day, as, as I'm going out at about mile 30, had that pain again. Mm. And it was even more severe, and it was. And here I am. I'm with my training partner, who's yeah. half my age. Yes, yes, yes. And what's his it, name again? I met him. Kyle. Kyle is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Very, You're, very even keeled. Just unflappable. Yeah. I feel like this is him at his most excited, and this is him the worst, most exactly. depressed he's ever been. Just like. Yeah. Let me tell you, when you're yeah. going, when you're up for an adventure like this, that's the kind of guy that you want by your side. Yes, yes. So you want him flying the plane when it's having troubles. Exactly. Yeah. So it was Kyle and I who okay. were doing the run together, and then we had we had an RV, very yes. similar to this environment. We got to talk RV talk soon. R yeah, yeah, we'll do that later. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, and there were two guys on the RV. One guy driving and preparing food, and then another guy taking pictures yeah. and and social media stuff and yep. all that. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and we set off on that run, and then the injury kicked in. Mile for me. thirty. Mile thirty. You're still in Santa Monica. No, no we you made, made it. Out. City. We okay, made okay. it out. We're we're headed east. So then my leg is starting to like turn funny colors, and and Sean, our crew chief, they dr then now drag me into a specialist, and they stick me in an R in a MRI tube. And long story short, I've got the beginning of a stress fracture, and my tendon is uh, showing increased signal strength, medical blah blah. But they're like, if this thing goes. You're down for a year, and it's a hundred percent guarantee you're going <coughs> to surgery. Jeez. So you know about like the five stages of grieving. I, I feel and, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I really was going through all five stages because okay. they're like, you can't run for at least eight weeks. And you're hard-headed. Completely. You're not like, going like, to no way. I'll just put and some tape on it. I'll walk it off. Exactly. Yeah. They're like, no, you're you're past that point. So they had me on one of those uh, knee scooter things, and that worked for about twenty yards. And then you gonna um, do your, they, the thought was you were going to do it on one leg. I was going to try and do one leg and then that didn't work. So now I'm on a bike and Kyle is running. We get to Palm Springs and Kyle's rolled his ankle and he's having his own set of injuries that we're working our way through. Jeez. And now, so then we try the great rollerblade experiment where I remembered, 
hey, as a kid, I was a good skater, so yeah. let's get on rollerblades. Yeah. Because Palm Springs, it's flat yeah. and it was freshly paved. Maybe you could just have them pull you. You could hold on the back of the RV and uh, <laughs> go yeah. out skates. Well, it uh, the the problem with the inline skating, it wasn't the skating, it was the stopping. I don't know if you've ever oh, been yeah, yeah, the inline yeah. skater. It, yeah. So we're booking along 20 miles an hour, and then all of a sudden there's cross traffic when you're trying to stop those things. Not good. Yeah. So, at least Someone's half, gonna die. half a dozen times I'd have to throw myself onto the asphalt to not go out and get hit by a car. It was nuts. <laughs> so we gave Jeez. that up after two hours. Okay. And then, Day one. Uh, no, 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 okay. no. Now we've made it to Palm Springs at okay. this point. Yeah, and, not uh, out at all. And, uh, and then we get on hardtail mountain bikes. Okay. And I saw we, a tweet with a bike, so I was like... There must have been an injury or something. And okay. we ended up converting it, it to to riding and running. Okay. And as I said, it was um, it was heartbreaking to me. Yeah. Because one of the things that I always talk about at my workouts, because people always want to work out with me and do these high intensity things. Yeah. I say, don't worry about what I'm doing. They'll, yeah. they'll say things like, oh, I need to train before I can work out with you. It's like, no, just show up and, and give up it. what it looks like. Yeah. Forget about what it looks like. Give up that it has to be graceful or yeah. look pretty. Yeah. Yeah. And I got to tell you, Jesse, it's so much easier to say that to other people than to eat your own cooking. Because right? I had to give up what it looks like. Yeah. And yeah. and give up that it had I'm not going to be, be able to do this thing I trained for and I told people about and I got to... But check this out. But here was the big metaphor and my big takeaway because it, life does not give a what your plans are. Uh, is mild profanity okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's for the kids. So, you know, they need, they need, we got to toughen them up a little bit. Life yeah. doesn't care. You know, there's. it's like that old expression, like, we make plans and God laughs. Yes, right? yes, yes, yes. So it's it, it was just a page out of that playbook. Like, yeah. the world, the universe, yeah, yeah, does yeah. not oh, care you made what your intentions are. It's going to do what it's going to do. And so at that point, we're confronted with a, a real choice, which was, hey, do we want to pack it up and go home and relaunch in eight weeks or something? other time or are we going to stay true to the mission even though the mode of transportation is going to change yeah and we decided that we needed to do the latter hmm. because what we were committed to and the whole reason we were doing this trip in the first place was to carry an empowering message hmm. of making better wellness choices yeah that little choices that we make on a daily basis in the aggregate make a huge difference in our experience of being alive yeah. kind of like um, I think I told you about one of the toughest things I'd ever done in my life besides this adventure yes, yes, yes. was a, a Navy SEAL camp which was oh, a yeah, 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 sleep yeah. deprivation beat down black. I can't imagine that yeah crazy crazy but they the put on by these former Navy SEALs and they told me about this expression they had that everybody has inside of them two dogs. One's named Fear and the other's named Courage. Which one gets stronger? The one that you feed. Hmm. And we are always feeding one of those two dogs. We're just not always mindful of it. But if you think about it, we're feeding one of those two dogs all the time. From a little decision like, gee, do I want a Coca-Cola or some water with my yeah. lunch? Yeah, 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 yeah. To here I am faced with this enormous crash and burn on my planned out run. And yeah, yeah. am I going to, what am I going to do? Yeah, yeah. And so it was It was a really, really powerful lesson. Yeah, yeah. So the, the trip was amazing. We took the southern route across the country. We basically okay, went yep, from yep. California to New Mexico, Texas, Texas. Uh, Arkansas. Then we zipped down south. We did a few hundred extra miles so we could catch the Natchez Trace, okay. which is a famous stretch of road that goes okay. from Tupelo, Mississippi to Nashville. And it's basically national park protected roadway. So bicycles can take up the full lane. Oh, wow. Cars have okay, to yield. Okay. It's, See, like like it's worth bike paradise. It's worth doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did that. And then we went to Nashville. We cut up to Richmond, Virginia, which was probably the biggest personal, like, trip for me because hmm. I went to middle school in Richmond, Virginia, mm. and I got to go back to my old middle school with my RV. Yes. I'll, I'll, I'll share, yes, yes, share, yes, yes, yes. share the photos with you. Yeah, yeah, we got to post the those principal up. of the school, yeah. and we took the RV onto the old track where I used to run around, where I took last place. When you were a little chubby guy. Exactly. You were a little chubby guy then. Okay. the 800-yard run that I was forced to do, and it was a way to get closure on some ugly childhood memories yeah, yeah. and realize and that I had misperceived perceived some things yeah. as a kid and carried them with me 
into adulthood. Yeah. And then anyway, yeah. from Richmond uh, up to, uh, you know, sort of up the coast, if you will, to, we were in, in Maryland and then we were up to, to Philly and then into New York. And it was <laughs> amazing and amazing. It's funny looking back on it now because yeah, yeah, yeah. the most amazing times sometimes were the joyful times. Like yeah, I remember yeah, yeah. a night where we were out on mountain bikes and it was somewhere in the desert in New Mexico. We're under a canopy of stars, under the light of the moon, on this trail where we can see only a few feet in front of us, and you, you, you can tell only when you're zigzagging or going up or down when it actually happens. It's like yeah, yeah, yeah. You haven't paid attention, yeah. And and sometimes we'd stop, and the silence would be deafening. Hmm. And we realized, number one, if you know, if something goes bad, they'll never find our bodies. Yeah, 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 yeah. And on nowhere. And you really get that you're having an adventure. Yeah. That was one of the big takeaways. Yeah. Here's here's one of the life lessons that I got out of this yeah, yeah, was. Yeah. When you're training for an event, I don't know if you're like me, but when I was training for this, let's say I was going to go run a 10-mile loop. Mm -hmm. I'd run my usual 10-mile loop. It was my training loop. And yeah. I knew every step of that 10-mile loop. Yeah, I know yeah, where yeah, it yeah. goes up and I where got it my goes little down. Trail I know where yeah. I can stop for water. I know every inch of it. When you're going out on an adventure, you have no idea what's around the corner. Hmm. And it may be that you're climbing some hill that you think, oh my goodness, when it rounds that bend, it has to go down. And then you round the bend yeah. and it goes up more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's kind of what we were talking about before, where the road doesn't care yeah, yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. hungry or yeah. full, if you're tired or feeling zippy, the road is going to do what the road's going to do. Yeah. And you got one of two choices. You either lay down and cry or you keep putting one foot in front of the other. Yeah. And that was a huge, huge takeaway. Hmm. And then some of the memories that came out of it were from the suffering. Yeah. From yeah. the... And now those are good memories. At the time it was awful, but but now it's like, man, I'm thankful for that because that's when I did the most learning. Right. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's like that notion of everything that you want for yourself in life is outside your comfort yes, zone. Yes, 100%. Because if it was inside your comfort zone, you'd already have it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you're going to have to stretch a little bit to get it. Mm -hmm. And there were days of... Uh, torrential downpours. I, there was a, a rainstorm we got stuck in outside of uh, Aberdeen, Maryland, where we were rained on for six hours straight. Mm -hmm. And uh, it, it was so awful. You know, your skin prunes up, you just can't get dry. It was just so awful. And I look back on it, and it was an amazing day. You know, yeah, we're yeah, yeah, going yeah. through creeks <laughs> yeah. and streams. I mean, it was just an amazing adventure. Yeah. And, and that was something that was that was really empowering that you know when you go out and have an adventure that um that it's so different than training yeah because it forces you to come out of that adventure a different person than who than the person that went in yeah like I yeah, hey, you're not gonna be the same you're no not gonna way. be the same after because you you are forced to come up in real time with plan a plan b plan c plan d and so on because your very survival depends on it yeah and that was an amazing thing yeah and then the last big big takeaway from all of this yeah was that we played this um, it'll sound like a dark game, but since okay. I host <laughs> deadly sins on yeah, yeah that's your discovery, deal. it makes yeah. sense yeah, 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 yeah but we were keeping track of roadkill Okay. We're counting roadkill. Yep, yeah, yeah. And we thought that the over under on roadkill, and by the way, you guys had to find the roadkill game. Okay, yes, yeah. What's bet. the official? Uh, insects don't count. Okay. Like it had to be an animal okay. with a face. Yeah, it shouldn't. Yeah, and, insects shouldn't and count. It had to be discernible. Like if it's old ro old roadkill, oh, not good. So yeah. only it's a squirrel, a lot, it's a raccoon. Right. You had to be able to make out fox. What the Did we see was. some foxes earlier, Adam? Exactly. Now the the animals would change based on the territory because in the desert it was more jackrabbits yep, yep, as yep. The, the humidity increased you started to see you know armadillos and then turtles and then there were deer Jeez. anyway it was crazy but our over under for the whole trip was 300 okay that was the bet okay and and who thought it would be over and who thought it would be under well we we came up with the over under together and then it was a wild card as to where the number was going to come in okay we, we i'm going to say i'm going to say i mean how many days was this 
did it end up taking? Ended up taking eighty days, but only that long because I had to fly back to shoot Deadly Sins three times. Oh, okay. Thank goodness you got a little rest for your body. Very little. Yeah, yeah. But uh, guess, just quick guess. What do you Uh, think? I mean, that would be a that'd be like three. Don't, don't go, man. Just pick. Go I'm going to say, I want to say, I'm going to say under. I'm going to say it's under. Okay. Well, you'd be wrong. It's over it was, 300? It was over 300 by a multiple of five. Oh. It was nearly 1,600. God, i got to follow my gut. And here was the thing where I remember <laughs> days where we'd be seeing, like, every, we couldn't go 10 yards without seeing another dead animal. And it was so, like... There was part of it where you just go, oh my god, this is so horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then I remember I was listening to a lot of audiobooks as yes. I was going across yes, the country because yes, yes. I was determined I wanted to be smarter when you got done. When I got done, yeah, yeah, than yeah. when I went into it. Yeah. And and I remember hearing this quote that um, uh, from Helen Keller okay. that life is either a magnificent adventure or it's nothing. Hmm. And I remember hearing that quote and then thinking to myself, I got to call my daughter when I get to the hotel yeah. because she needs to hear this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was always on the lookout for inspiring things I could pass on to. I've got a yes. 15 year old daughter, mm-hmm. as you know, and, mm-hmm. and uh, I just want her to have it easier than dad. Yeah. And then I got to thinking about that quote and Helen Keller and those and those dead animals. And I thought about the title of another book. It's a book on Buddhism that caught my attention. And it was called Relax, You're Going to Die. Yeah. Was the title of that book. Beautiful. And I and I started to knit these things together and all of a sudden those dead animals, they were no it wasn't a bummer to see them, it was actually empowering. Hmm. Because Here's the deal, Jesse, and I don't mean to go all dark on you, no, but guess yeah. what? I, I didn't bargain for this skin suit that I'm wearing. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. This was a gift. Yeah. I just showed up, yeah. and I got this thing, Yeah. and we we are all somewhere. Started chubby, wor- worked it, it in, it all ma- became, got, yeah. it is made it come it together is. real nice. As, as Wayne Dyer, when I'm, when I know you gave me that book. Yes, Wayne yes, Dyer would always book. say, you, you went to a party with your dad and you came home with your mom. Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. And you went from nowhere to now here. Yes. But we are all somewhere on the return trip. Yeah. We just don't know where, and that's the yeah. magic of it. Yeah. And I got to share that with my daughter in the sense that we are all jackrabbits. Hmm. And that's where it went from being, being depressing to being liberating. Yeah. Like... The fact that I'm no different than that jackrabbit, you know, that jackrabbit, one one minute was just going on its merry jackrabbit way, mm-hmm. crossing the road, mm-hmm. and the next minute, you know, the semi, and then yeah. that jackrabbit is, you know, no more. Yeah, yeah. And, and we're all like those jackrabbits. Yeah. We're all somewhere on our return trip, and we have no idea where or when it's going to end. Yeah. And so what that did for me is it liberated my thinking so I got to not take myself so seriously. Hmm. So I got to not be so caught up in what I was going to look like or what I was going to sound like or whatever it was. Yeah. I just got to be authentically real Yeah. and and meet amazing people along the way. Yeah, I bet. I bet. And, and, and really get to share that big takeaway that that is not only are we all like jackrabbits but none of us need to god and again i don't mean to go to no this is good no this is good no we gotta we gotta go there there was like a study that that was done this is the real where a bunch of people were asked on the street can you name 100 influential human beings like no going to your smartphone just name 100 influential human beings yeah Albert Einstein just down 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 the way most people could not name 100 I have a hard time naming 100 yeah I'm thinking right right now I'm like yeah yeah. you can probably maybe hit 20 30 50 and then you're like okay let me go to Wikipedia or something right yeah yeah now check this out there's 7 billion people on the planet yep if you have a hard time coming up with 100, and you're a guy who's in the space of inspiration, you know, yeah. looking for people who make a difference, yeah, yeah. just like I am, yeah. like it makes you realize, well, I don't need to take myself so seriously. If there's seven billion people on the planet, and there's a hundred people that are that I can even think of throughout all of history, I'm talking Abraham Lincoln and Julius Caesar, and like, 
come up with a hundred. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't need to worry so much about myself. Like yeah. it's okay that I'm covered in sweat. Yeah. And you know what? I've got the sweat tag, yeah, but yeah, we're yeah. hanging out, having a yeah. real conversation. Yeah. yeah. That hopefully is going to make a difference. Yeah. And so check this out. I hope okay. there's going to be. Is there going to be? When's this going to air? We. Uh, you tell us. Okay. No, no, no. Well, we're holding it can't on to air it. before the Saturday because okay. it will not air before okay. then. Perfect. Because spoiler alert, you're getting the inside scoop, but you're actually not getting it. Okay. So I'm giving you some real insight. So now here's something else. Okay. Um, about something else I learned about this trip yeah. is um, we called our RV the SS Serendipity because <laughs> there were certain coincidences. And I don't know if you've ever heard coincidence is just God's way of remaining anonymous. Yes, right? yes, yes, yes. But there are so many coincidences that you stop and think, well, wait a second. There's got to be something more to this universe that I don't get to understand. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So one of our sponsors for the trip was Ford. Yeah. And giving away you know, the grand prize to to give away. All, all of our sponsors were giving away prizes. So Garmin yes. was a sponsor and yes. they gave away some Garmin watches. Okay. Uh, Fitness Jeans has this DNA kit so they can custom tailor your nutritional needs. And oh, we're wow. giving away those. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have Good great stuff. sponsors. Okay. Uh, Rib Team made all of our performance gear. Amazing stuff. And they had yeah. giveaways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So giving away a car, right? Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you know this, but I grew up mostly, besides the time I spent in Virginia, mm -hmm. in a small town in Oregon called Ashland, okay. Ashland, Oregon. Yeah, and population 15,000. Wow. The only reason people know about it generally is because of the Shakespearean festival. Okay. It's kind of a tourist draw. In the okay. yep. One yep. of the greatest Shakespearean festivals yes. in the world. Yes. And the winner of the car went to my high school. I never knew her. She was five years younger than me, apparently. <laughs> And she was the winner of the car. What are now, the chances of that? Wait, let me take it another level deeper, okay? <laughs> so, from the, here's the karmic wheel, the universe writing itself. This woman apparently is on the heels of a bitter divorce, has mm. a special needs child, mm. and her ex-husband took the one car, the family car, when they went through the divorce. So this woman was balled up on the floor, crying, how am I going to take care yeah, of my, of my yeah. son yeah. and then she knew about me through Facebook mm -hmm. spun the wheel of winds which was the campaign yeah, yeah. and won the car so this weekend Meant I'm flying yeah. up to Ashland, Oregon to drive that car up to her with a big bow on top I'm going to cry just talking about yeah, it because yeah. so, she has no idea that that car is going to get delivered oh, she to her that she want it yet. And oh. now, check this out from the yet one more layer of serendipity. So now let's go back to Ashland, Oregon. I graduated high school in 1984. Okay. And uh, do the math, everybody. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. So we already know, right? We know right where you're at. Right? Okay, so at my high school senior all-night party, there was a car dealership that had donated a used car as a door prize. Hmm. And guess who the winner of that used car was? Had to be you. Had to be. Had to be you. So now you're paying it forward with a so nicer car. So now I'm the guy who gets to drive, who gets to go up there to yeah. drive this woman off the lot in her new car. Same people that donated the car for my senior all night. Like unbelievable. How freaking tricky SS is that? SS serendipity. The SS serendipity. And so I think the takeaway, <laughs> or for for anybody in your audience, I think. Yeah. It's great. One of the things that served me is to be a yes to anything yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. You know, I yeah. don't want to be a yes to illegal conspiracy. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. You know, be, yeah. Be a yes to yeah. things, even if you don't know where it's going to lead. Mm -hmm. Because one of the greatest personal wins from this whole adventure is that I get to go make this woman's not her day. Yeah. Maybe make her her son. Yeah. Maybe make change her life on her son's life. Yeah. That, He's going to be a different human being than who he was. But going across the country and getting to meet people from small towns and, and big cities. Oh, yeah. Like, you got something like this. People are coming up to you all the time. You know, I see kids shooting out uh, over there. Now I'm sure it's because of, And people you were know. awesome. Like, yeah. Universally, yeah. people were just awesome. Th there was one time our RV got pulled over in Baltimore. Uh, by a bunch of bike cops, oh. and they and and I wasn't in the RV at the time because I'm off on my bike. And they're like he's smuggling drugs. They're, they they're pull him over and they're like, "Where's Darren?" 
and and Sean, my, the the our crew chief, he's like he's out on the bike, and they're like, well, we want to ride with them. Yeah, really. And the do they watch day, the show? They watch the show. Uh, no, but okay, okay. Now, now, now they, they do. do. Yeah, now yeah. they do. And it's funny. I'm a huge fan of The Wire. Yes, as is yes, our yes. Mutual friend Jed. Yes, yes, yes. And, uh, and shout out to Jed, by the yes, way. Yes, yes. All props. State to Jed relations. Wallace. Exactly. <laughs> um, and uh, and they ended up coming out. And they rode with you. Yeah. The next morning they came out to ride with us. Although they only rode with us, you know, half an hour. Yeah. Not the whole hundred mile day we had planned. Yeah. But um, we anyway. have to work or something. Yeah. Man, yeah. I I love it so much, and I love more importantly than you just doing this. And it's like it's not, it's not about Darren and like look at me and what I can do. You had to really no. humble yourself, and you really had a mission behind it, and you were willing. I know you well enough to know you would have crawled or yeah. had him push you in a shopping cart yeah. if that's what it took to get to the other end because your why behind what you're doing is so incredible and mm -hmm. and i've never heard that you got two did you call them dogs or two dogs two dogs yeah, yeah. one of courage and one of fear and you're and, and you're feeding, feeding them one. What, the one by, that gets stronger is the one that you feed by your decisions but then i also the think by by your thinking yep. what you like you talked about your self story you know um, my mom, she she used to say this thing. Oh, here, what do we got going on out here? We got a little adventure. Yes. You never know what's going to happen. That's in the all right. That's okay. <laughs> but my mom always used to say, with every decision that you're making, you're deciding who you're going to be. You're mm. deciding the person that you are. Whether there's people watching, whether the lights are off and yep. you're in the dark. Yep. With each decision, you're deciding who you're going to be. And I feel like it, it meshes very well with, with the dogs of courage. Oh, I think and so. You're gonna be, and, and you're someone who had such a strong negative self story um, right. of like, I'm not good enough, I'm not loved enough, all the other things that we didn't really go a into with your family of, and that right, stuff we'll right, do another right. time. But um, but to be like, you know what, I don't care. And that's actually something that Baron Davis name drop. Yeah. Baron Davis said yesterday, his big takeaway was, you know, you don't, he, he, it didn't seem like he had the strongest home life with his family. And right. he said, you don't need a brother, you don't need a sister, you don't need mom, dad, you know, coaches. What you need is yourself and your belief in yourself. And I feel like we're all kind of saying the same thing in a different way, a different from way. our own experience, you right. know? Right, and, and I'd like to amplify on that, just because I think so often we don't have role models that show us. Mm -hmm. So if we're, if we're just relying on ourselves, it's almost like a, a lake where there's no inflow and outflow mm -hmm. of fresh water. Mm -hmm. And it becomes a, a fetid swamp after a while. Yeah. Whereas if you're taking in new information and you're also sharing that information, mm -hmm. you've got that fresh running stream. Yeah. And so yeah. sometimes it, you need to have that modeled for you. And just as you were, as you were sharing that, it just made me think about about integrity being doing the right things even when no one's yeah, watching. Yeah, yeah, character. And, and character there's and something, there's there's really, really something something to that. Yeah. And, and the other thing is this, um, it's funny, I, I think it comes down to three areas that human beings operate. Thinking, mm -hmm. decisions, and actions. Yeah. A and ultimately, everything we do come, can be grouped into one of those three categories. The, the stuff we're putting in our head, the thoughts that we think, mm. and I think we need to be very careful yeah. about curating the right yeah. thoughts. Yeah. Like the people that are listening to us yeah. are curating positive thoughts that are going to move them in the right direction as opposed to other kinds of thoughts that we can curate. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, the decisions that we make, and that's like choosing to feed the right dog. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. we're always at these places of decision. And then the third piece is action. Yeah. And I think as much as you might want to think the right thoughts or make the better decisions that at the end of the day, actions where the rubber meets yes. the road. Yes. Yes. And I bet Baron would even agree with me on this, that unhealthy people unhealthy people want the world to judge them based on their intentions mm -hmm. healthy people get that the world judges them based on their actions yes yes and the win here once you wrap your head around that concept is you can act like a gentleman and even if your thoughts are lecherous and depraved the world won't know the difference yeah act like a gentleman anyway yeah and it becomes a sequencing thing because a lot of people, and it's funny, like we'll bring it back to the workout thing. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, they hear about my workouts, yeah, like yeah. we're talking about, yeah, yeah. and they say, hey, I want to come join you in your workout. Yeah. 
and I'll say, great, show up Thursday night at nine o'clock at yeah. this spot or whatever it is. <laughs> You're going to like, oh, no, not no. Not be able to walk for a week afterwards. I, I, I need to start training first or they'll start telling me the story about why they can't do that. Yeah. I'll say, wait a second, you have it all wrong. Yeah. The game is you, you take the action of working out regardless of what you think or feel about it. Yeah. And then after you work out enough, your thoughts and feelings will shift and change to where yeah. you'll see the results and you'll think differently about working out. Yeah. Instead of thinking, oh, it's a chore, you'll think, oh, I can't wait to do this because yes. it's changing my body and you yes. love it. Yes. What most people do is they wait, they, they say, gee, I want the results of working out, but I'll wait until I think differently and feel energetic and yeah. then I'll go work out. Yeah, yeah. Well, guess what? If you wait, if you, that's your attitude, you're going to wait forever. Yeah, yeah. The, the game is do it anyway, yeah. regardless of what you think about yeah. it, and then your thoughts and feelings will line yes. up behind it. Yes, I so, love that. Yeah, the, yeah. Take, the taking action is the hugest thing. Cause so many people have, especially out here in LA, yeah. you know, um, I'm, we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that and we know this person, we can do this. It's like, uh, none of that means anything. Air let's kissy, take some, yeah, kissy, Let, let's yeah, take some action it. and that's yeah. where how you see if people are real, uh, really legit, yeah. you know, and, and, and like you said, they have their own story. I love that we keep coming back to story of like, well, here's why I can't do that. Yeah. Like I have this injury or I don't have time or I'm not getting enough sleep. And so it's, it's people always have these um, great intentions and these great plans, but they—they—it's not the right time of year. I don't right. have enough money. It's like but, but you got to figure it out. You got to—you got to jump off that boat. People and burn either it. old, too old or too young. They're never the right age. They're yeah. too thin or too fat. They're never the right. Yeah. It's like you are perfect just the way you are. And guess what? Yeah. You're all you got. Yeah. And life's happening right now. This was oh yeah. another big takeaway. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, talk about making another plans one. And God <laughs> yeah. Here, here's a bonus takeaway. <laughs> yeah. Is is that um uh. Oh, and now and now I lost my bonus takeaway. Wait, take me back, take me back. We were just talking about your story. T telling your story, taking action. Um, oh, yeah. whoa! This is gonna kill me. Uh oh, we gotta uh, get you on Alpha Brain. Oh, have you taken any of that? Uh, no, but but you can. <laughs> but now I'm I'm looking for a new sponsor for my next adventure. There you go. No, it uh, da, 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 big takeaway, big takeaway. Oh, being in the moment. Yes. So what happened? So the story, the story, or what act? What happened five minutes ago? is as relevant to my life as is the Civil War. Yeah. Or the yeah, yeah. or the guys that built the pyramids in Egypt. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Five minutes ago is gone. Yeah. 30 seconds ago is gone. There's yeah. nothing you and I can do to go back and undo our conversation that we yeah. had five minutes ago. Yeah. Just like there's nothing that we can do right now that's gonna impact five minutes in the future. We yeah. can try, we can yeah. think yeah, yeah, we yeah, are, yeah, 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 but yeah, the reality yeah. is life's gonna happen and yeah. the way life's gonna happen. I intend to live another 50 years. Yeah. 30 seconds from now, this might end with, oh my God, it was so weird. I was talking to Darren and now he's on the floor. Getting dark again. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting dark. But, you get a little nervous here. But, but the truth is that life is always experienced in the now, okay. in the present moment. Yes. That's the only way life can be experienced, yeah. is in the present moment. And you never, never do you get more dialed into that than when you're out doing some eight hour block of exercise. Yeah. And if you think about what happened an hour ago or what you're hoping is gonna happen an hour from now, you will drive yourself insane. And the only place to be is in the moment. Because guess what? In the moment, you're always okay. Yeah. yeah. You're alive. You're okay. Yeah, and it's a and and the more we can be mindful of that, be reminded of that, and the more that there are are message carriers, torch bearers like you, Jesse, yeah. that yeah. are out yeah. uh, spreading that word around. Um, I, I think those are the nuggets that actually will change people's lives. Yeah, I love it, man. I am. Um, it's and that's truthfully, it's something that I struggle with and am working on so much because I'm always, you know. Like you, like what's the next thing we're gonna achieve? Who's the next, let's get Darren on the podcast. Let's get this pro athlete, let's get this. So that we're like, well, let's get the TV show going. And so it's like, you're always working. And it's like, I realize if I don't embrace the moment, I'm never gonna be satisfied no matter what level of yeah. success that, that you reach because I, I was running um, on the beach the other day and it, it was a long day. We had really cool stuff going on and I stopped and I turned off the music and I just stopped and I looked out down in Venice and I was just like, breathe. Yeah. Just Jesse, just take a minute and breathe and, and be thankful. And I and uh, 
you know, I, I always feel like I'm not where I want to be in, in it. Uh, even though awesome, amazing things I could never imagine. Well, Sitting down with you, or it's so incredible. Listen, you know? we're all members of the Lucky Sperm Club. The fact yeah, of the yeah, matter yeah, yeah, yeah. is, and again, not me yeah, to go yeah. dark, but there's yeah. people on this war uh, yeah. that are on this planet. Their big problem is how am I going to get some clean drinking water exactly, so I exactly. live through the day? Yeah. Like, the fact that I can be standing no on problem. the beach, the sun's out, it's going down, it's beautiful. Yeah. I had a car to get me down there. Like, Life is pretty good, you yep. know, and um, I appreciate that. And, and it's so fun because the big thing that um, that I really preach, I don't want to say preach, but I really believe and yeah. I speak on when I go places and it's all over the bus is attitude is everything. And what's so cool talking to you is like a lot of things that you're mm -hmm. saying, like I can't change anything I did five minutes ago, but we keep telling ourselves these things that we've messed up on. And so we have two choices and it's something that I heart pretty hard. It's like, Gosh, I've messed up. And yeah. You know my story. An undersized guy. A lot of it could have been a lot of excuses I could have used, but I decided, you know what? Yep. I'm, anyway. I'm going to do it, and, and I'm going to be. I'm not going to let the world hand me this, and then I'm just the victim. I am going to take this, and I'm going to have the best attitude. I'm going to figure out how to make my dreams happen. Yep. Um, and it's just such a powerful thing, and and how you overcame. You know, we haven't even scratched the surface, and we'll, right. and we'll do it another time. Of all the things that you endured as a just a human being, living life, yeah. and, and, and things that were unfair, and things that you know you didn't well, set stuff up for happens yourself. over fifty years. Of, but you yeah. changed your story, and, and you changed you changed where you wanted to take it. and You didn't let that stop you, and, and that's but what that, I love. That well, thank you for that, and I appreciate the kind words. And that what a great takeaway for your audience that. People are never going to achieve more than they aspire to in their own mind, and that hmm. added, uh, hmm. the, therefore, attitude truly is everything. Because yeah. if my attitude is I'm only going to get so far, then I've put the ceiling on myself, and there's no chance that I'm going to go any farther. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, my daughter goes to a leadership conference mm -hmm. uh, every summer. Matter okay. of fact, I got to connect you. With yeah, I want to go speak at Bill it. Bill what are we Dorfman, doing here? I don't even know. Yeah, what, what are we talking about? It. It's part of the Leap Foundation. Okay. And uh, Dr. Bill Dorfman. Jennifer, take a note. Yeah, Leap yeah, Foundation. Yeah. We need you, to speak there. You have to have to be aligned. Some of the greatest entrepreneurs and wow. people around the world. Wow. Um, and uh, uh, but they spend an entire week immersed in that, and they have a, a saying there that every morning you wake up, and whether you think about it or not, you put a number on yourself. Mm -hmm. And let's use a one to ten scale: one being lowest, ten being highest. You put a number on yourself, and they'll ask them at this conference. They'll say, "Raise your hand if when you put a number, I'm going to cry even talking about. It. Raise your hand if you put a number on yourself that's less than a ten. And the number Everyone. of hands that go up, it's its astounding. And then you stop and you think about it and you're like, well, who put that number on you? You know, you did it. Yeah. It's like in so many respects, we are our own worst enemy and we are our only salvation. Yeah. Um, and the only hmm. way out is through, but it's only by sharing a nugget like that. See, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And it's funny. I talk to my daughter about this all the time. Now she has on the back of her of her smartphone a little button that has ten on it, that just has the number ten. To remind her. To remind her, I'm going to put a ten on. And so we'll text each other now. It's like, what number did you put on this morning? And I'll think about that when I'm going out. <laughs> like. I'm still a learning organism at 50, and yeah, I hope yeah. I will be until the moment I drop. Yeah, you know that 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 was a great distinction for me. Sometimes I'll put a number on myself that's yeah. less than 10, and yeah. for no good reason. Yeah. yeah, guess what? It's my number. I can put any damn number. You're I a want. 10, man. You're a 10. I'm not anyone's a swear 10. 10. <laughs> man, no, that's that's really cool. I've never um, I've never heard that. That was just my eyeball sweating. Yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't it was It's a. Uh, it's, that'd be not masculine. It's a hundred and uh, twenty-seven <laughs> degrees in here. I want. I want to uh -oh. tell one. Um, I want to pick your brain on one last thing because yeah. literally we could do this all day long all day, and we will do it again. We will get the AC Can't correct. Wait. We'll wait yes. the time of year. We'll get ventilation. Uh, but one thing. So you've you've um, for the people that are watching, you've achieved some really cool things. You have a yep. show that you host called. Deadly uh, Sins. Is it the Seven Deadly Sins? No, it's just Deadly, de sins, deadly sins on, on Discovery ID. I should yep, know this. Investigation <laughs> Discovery, Discovery ID. ID. Yes. And, yes. Then, and then there's a there's another show. What was the other show? Well, I did a couple of other ones. Yeah. What for were the ID. other shows? I did uh, a show called Did He Do It? 
Yes, yes, Spoiler yes. Spoiler alert, the answer is probably He usually yes. did it. <laughs> um, although one of the cases we talked about was the Stephen Avery case, which okay. became Making of a Murderer, that yes. Netflix, you know, that went... Wait, so oh, that's the one that turned into the whole thing. Yes, 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 so yes, we, yes that's right. That's so right. that was one of the cases there. And then I did an unscripted show called Breaking Point, where I was doing interventions on criminals. Oh, yes. To try and get people resources before yes. they, they you know, before the system got to them. And that was where you would like show up at their house <laughs> with their, yeah, and you'd be like, the cops are outside. Yeah, it's you can either come with me <laughs> and we'll uh, help you and keep you out of jail, or right. you can go outside and get arrested. Right. And some of them would go outside and get arrested, it, right? It was, um, <laughs> I, I will say this, my track record of helping people make wise choices remains uh, unassailable. <laughs> okay. So no one got into handcuffs because of me. Okay, okay, uh, okay. We're in the handcuff removal. Okay, business. you're not a snitch, Andrew, he's not no a snitch. Cuffs. Yes, we're, we're not ratting anybody out. But. <sighs> But you know, on a per just on a personal level, there was nothing that I've done in the world of entertainment and television mm -hmm. that was that felt so um, just uplifting. You know, yes, and just yes, on yes. a on a personal level, yes. like wow, I really did something valuable today to help another human being. Yes, yes. And I don't know, um, just on a grand scale, when I think about the the days of my life that are the best days or the best moments, mm -hmm. they're usually around being a contribution rather than, you know, it's what am I giving yeah. rather than what am, what am I getting. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. At our office Christmas party, and I say this not to be self-congratulatory, no, but just but, to illustrate. But, but do it. But, but we do, um, so instead of, you know, years ago we used to do the usual, let's all get together and have a big whoopee party. Yeah. And instead we decided to do something more meaningful. And our office holiday party is we go to a drug and alcohol rehab center that that caters only to women who are either pregnant or who are trying to get clean and they have small children. Mm. Because if wow. you are in that category and you go to most rehab centers, they'll say, sorry, we just can't help you. But this place is uniquely situated where they, they have daycare centers set up. Wow. And I have a friend that owns a baby furniture uh, manufacturing company. I got him to donate 17 What's the cribs. name of that place? Um, um, the, the, it, where they let the mothers with the... Via, de la, um, via Avanta. Okay, um, okay. I'll, I'll we'll figure, yeah, I want to put that out there. That's yeah. amazing, yeah. Oh, no, it's an amazing thing. So for our holiday party, we go there, we serve them a lunch, a catered lunch, we bring them gifts, phone card, prepaid phone cards so they can call their relatives because it's the holidays just to say I love you, yeah, you know, yeah. and and uh, bath gels and things so they can feel just a little bit more feminine and it, and it's like so, it's the best thing we do all year. Yeah. You know, and inspirational stories yeah. and you know, it's going to get better. Yeah. And I always leave that, that event feeling like, oh my God, I want to feel like this every day yeah. of my life. So much better than a Christmas party where everyone's going, having some drinks, you know, dancing on the dance floor like so what are we doing here let's do something so that the, there's another something. bonus nugget you know yeah. go help somebody else and make your own day yeah so outside of all these shows you yeah. also have your own law firm yeah is that what i call it yeah, yeah. it's a law firm it's right law firm. That you're yeah, and i see the um the ads all the time on tv yeah. uh it's 1-800 no, no cuffs, cuffs. yes right? yes because yes. no one looks good in handcuffs no one looks good yeah unless yeah, yeah. you're into that sort of thing i know i, I, remember <laughs> I hit you there i'm like man if i see this one more time i'm gonna come handcuff you <laughs> and not in a weird way but but um so here's the story that I heard about you before I met you. Yeah. And and and, and I want to go into that, and then we got to get you the heck out of here because yeah. we're going to need new outfits. Yes. We're going to do outfits. Yeah. Our friend Jed told me you got to meet this guy. First, he said he has the best one-liners. I'm going to send you his one-liner reel of you because you are always going on the Dr. Drew shows right, and the right, C right. Like all the late-night news, and you come in and be the expert right. on what's legally. But I never um, took myself too seriously. But yes, you always why. had fun, and you would say these things that most people. It, it would be a huge controversy. People would be writing over Twitter, but you say it with a smile on your face and it makes sense. Like you're totally logical and it was so fun. But then he's like, Darren hustles and works hard. He will go and do any interview. He'll get himself out there. He'll meet the right people and he'll do an amazing job that they have to bring him back. He's like, one example, and you know the story better than me, so tell me if I get it wrong, but like you came to do one of these late, um, new segments and you brought three different outfits you're oh. like you're like here i'll just do it you well, can do me in different things talking about different stuff so then you can use it for each of the different days right. making it so much easier that's how my tv career got started yes okay. because mel gibson got arrested for that's drunk driving yes, and yes, yes, anti-semitic yes. rantings and so forth and all the fun stuff uh, all that all that what? misbehavior celebrity yeah. misbehavior yeah, yeah and entertainment tonight needed somebody to come on and do the legal analysis on yes it. yes yes and the lawyer who had been doing their legal analysis was a was a 
divorce lawyer didn't know anything about okay. this area and frankly was honest enough and humble enough to say you know what yeah. I, this is my area but call this guy Derek yeah so they called me up and as you say I showed up they had no idea who I was just yeah, yeah, yeah. they thought I'd look good on TV yeah based on his recommendation so I show up with three different suits and different glasses and ties it, because it was a big hassle where are we going to do this and the crew and organizing everything and it was clear to me that it was expensive and logistically challenging hmm. so that's why i brought down all that stuff yeah. and i said to them they're like well, why do you have so many clothes with you stranger and i said yeah. well look you know this mel gibson thing is going to be around for more than today let's shoot yeah, yeah, some yeah. different sound bites with me in different outfits that way you don't have to have me come back and we don't have to deal with this expensive crew thing yeah. and it was like yeah. heads exploded and i ended up becoming a field correspondent yes. from the, for the insider based on all that Amazing. and so i think here's here's your bonus nugget for, for your for so your many viewers. bonuses today it's like it's it, it goes back to being a yes and if you just show up and do the best you can, mm -hmm. and not just being a yes, and not just like, oh, I'll do it, but how can I maximize every opportunity? Yeah. So, so like the, the average response to, can I go on entertainment tonight? Sure, I'll show up on entertainment tonight. But in that moment, and I think I, it was you know, an act of providence, it's not an act of brilliance, but yeah. somehow I was inspired to grab a bunch of clothes and I don't know where that thought came from, but I maximized that opportunity and it set me down this whole other career path. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. I'd be hosting <laughs> Deadly Sins today if I hadn't shown up that day with my wardrobe. Yeah, just Ready like to serve other people. And that's, that's how can I make this easier for you? That's all it's about. How can mm. I make this a win for you? Because I'll get taken care of. Yeah. Well, I want to end this by saying this. I um, I respect you, and, and and you've been a mentor to me in person and from afar. I'm always oh. watching what you're doing, and you have this successful law firm, which by any means most people would be content with that, but you aren't and you feel a bigger mm -hmm. calling and you have this drive to run across the country at 50 and do these TV shows that help yeah. people that are struggling with all these different drug issues yeah. and criminal background and, and, and just craziness um, and, and you do it and you show up in a way to serve and help other people um, and, and I just I just love you man and I respect the heck uh, out of you and I appreciate you coming, from coming you, and Jesse, hanging out man. It, it means the world and, and it just reminds me everybody goes through life being one of two things you're either an example of what's possible or you're a warning yeah. of you know what's possible yeah. and in my life I've been both yeah. And, yeah. and fortunate that I actually got to make it from one side to the other. Yeah. And so if anything, I feel like I have an obligation to share that experience with other people yeah. to make, if I can, if I can help one person smooth out their own learning curve, yeah. then I'm doing my job. Yeah. And I love you also keynote speak, which uh, I want to put out there because um, I've, I haven't seen it in person yet. You're gonna have to let me know because I want to come up, but I love how you talk and you're gonna have to tell me the quote, you can, you're bad choices can be you know where i'm going oh, with that it, yeah, it's an I oscar wilde it's yeah. an oscar wilde yes. quote okay oh yeah. i thought it was a darren yeah. quote Dang. no no <laughs> i was like that is good this every, guy is every, good no yeah it's oscar yeah. wilde yeah, really yeah. Good. Yeah. every sin has a past and yeah. every sinner has a future yes 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 and yes. i love that i saw a girl wearing a t-shirt that said that just when we got greenlit to do deadly sins oh. i'm like i gotta get those yes, shirts yes and it's so funny yes these stories can be great at your next barbecue of these experiences that you had Yes. Last question. You are going back to the 10-year-old Darren. Yeah. Little chubby guy. Yep. He's running around, figuring out life, depressed, telling himself negative things. What advice would you give mm, that kid today, knowing what you know, going through what you've gone through? It's so funny. So besides this running across the country, r run, ride, adventure, yeah, journey across the country, <laughs> yeah. so, this self-propelled yeah. craziness. Yeah. Um, uh, I had the experience of being that 10-year-old chubby kid and coming in last place in the in this 800-yard run. Yeah. And in front of the school yeah, and no, this people. was track me. It was embarrassing. Yeah, it was oh, yeah. horrible. Yeah. And and my mom when I you know came home crying and she took me to Bob's Big Boy to for a double cheeseburger and hot fudge cake which I think is putting out fire with gasoline but but she was doing the best she could with what she knew how. And I really think most people do. They do the best they can with what they have and yeah. at the time they do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I went through life thinking about that experience and I would do these Ironman triathlons and a bunch of marathons. Never fast, by the way, but just tenaciously. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but every time I would put my toe on the starting line, I would think to myself, I'm going to outrun that fat kid. 
Mm. I'm going to leave the fat kid a little bit further away yeah. in my rear view mirror. Yeah. And I was sharing that story with somebody else, um, a, a wonderful speaker named Terry Hawkins, just a brilliant woman. And, um, and she said, why would you do that? I was just a kid. You, you don't want to run away from that kid. Try this. Try putting your arm around that kid and running next to him and letting mm. him know it's going to be okay. Yeah. And yeah. I, think, I think that is it. I think we spend so much time trying to outrun ourselves or chase down something and really we need to remind ourselves that it's going to be okay. Because yeah. even though I'm 50, it seems weird to say because I'm as mature <laughs> as a 16-year-old. You don't have, yeah, you don't have the energy day. of a 50-year-old. Um, but but I, I fundamentally don't feel any different inside than that 10-year-old kid. Hopefully yeah. a little wiser. Yeah, yeah. And if I can share that with, with anybody else, then that's the best legacy I can hope for. Because at the end of the day, I'm just another dead jackrabbit too. Yeah. I love it. Oh, I love You're you, amazing. Brother. Could that have ended any better? Could that have ended any better? <laughs>